Wait, what? Wait, what? Where are we? What's happening? Oh, hey, hey, viewing party listeners. You made it to this podcast. You found us online. Hope you use the hashtag mini pot squad. Wesley and Katie and some cats. Watching movies, eating snacks. We're not sponsored by anybody. We don't even have a Patreon. We're just having fun. Welcome to viewing party. What's a test? Viewing party. Chanting all over your Tatum! Doing party! I don't know. I mean, I guess I feel like a relaxing pedicure sounds great, but if you don't like people touching your feet, that's... I'm not really a pedicure person. <laughs> what, are, what kind of person are you if you're not a pedicure person? I don't know what kind of girl I am. I mean, <laughs> I mean not giving pedicures, but like receiving pedicures. I'm, it's not my favorite. What about manicures? You like that's your, okay. You like painting your nails. That's fine. Okay, so yeah. people holding your hands is Yeah, that's fine. Strangers holding your hands is fine. But. I feel like maybe just like the times I've had pedicures has been like kind of awkward. Like <laughs> our our bosses surprised us with a spa day last year, which was amazing. Oh, great. But they also surprised us with a spa day. And you're like, <laughs> you're I like, didn't shave anything. I'm not prepared for I this. I haven't showered in days. <laughs> we thought we were going to be playing at, like, a Dave & Buster's type place. Oh, sure. And so, like, we showed up with, like, jeans and tennis shoes. And he's, they're like, have fun. And we're like, uh. Oh, it's a spa. Cool. <laughs> not prepared <laughs> well that well so like it wasn't like the worst experience i was just like eh, this is not my favorite i'm still making a little manicure I know. motion <laughs> i you know the motion of like your hands where you have to put them like soak them in, in like a little yeah, dish in, like a little you're like this is the yeah. like ooh, like a little meant, like yeah. a dainty walrus <laughs> a dainty walrus <laughs> i love that <laughs> and you dainty walrus <laughs> Um, I feel like, what's his face? What's the other one? Not Kevin. Who's Kevin? What? The other guy. The guy from the, uh, from the Parks and Rec office. The one that everybody hates. No. The um, one that everyone's like, oh God, you suck. And he has like three different names. And I oh, don't know Jerry, any of them. And Jerry, Jerry and Gary. And, yeah, him. Him. <laughs> you dainty walrus would be something. She would that call him a dainty, dainty walrus. walrus. And oh. he would take it as like a genuine compliment like, and be like, Leslie. That's the best thing anyone's ever said to me. That's so sweet of you. Um, hey, everybody. Welcome to <laughs> Viewing Party. <laughs> We're just going to do that every time we change the subject, apparently. <laughs> just I don't, in case. Just in case you got to edit it. Okay. We're going to find out. We're going to find out. Oh, man. So, this week, I watched a new... I watched a show, Wesley. Yeah, Guess let's what? park and wreck. Okay, okay, okay. Because, okay. also... Because, because, because... It's Valentine's Day, so we have to park and wreck. <laughs> we do. We have to park and wreck for Valentine's Day. Oh, I should watch Parks and Recreation. You should. Aww. There's some great episodes when they have Valentine's. Okay, so first, I need to tell everybody about how great of a friend Wesley is. <laughs> she made buttons. And if that doesn't make you a good enough friend, <laughs> she made buttons that say things that Leslie Nope called Anne yes. on Parks and Rec. And they're so good. Oh, look, I think I have a few in, and my, I, um, in my pocket. They made them the colors of candy heart. Yeah, so they, they just look, look like, like Valentine's candy. candy. Allow me to read some of them to yes, you. Yes, please. Uh, poetic and noble land mermaid. Uh. 
cunning, pliable, chestnut-haired sunfish. Perfect. It is perfect. Beautiful, talented, brilliant, powerful muskox. Very strong. What is that word A muskox? Yeah, it's a mus- type of like a buffalo type thing. Okay, it, I thought it was buffalo-ish. Was yeah. And uh, finally, beautiful rule-breaking moth. <laughs> yes. These are all things that Leslie called Anne, everybody. They're Thank you. so wonderful. And I bet you a million dollars they were uh, entirely improvised <laughs> by Amy Bowler <laughs> on the spot. You uh, beautiful, you talented, hear, brilliant, heard, powerful muskox. Have you heard the story of like the funniest line on the show and how it was improvised? No. Okay, so they had the like director and they were interviewing him once and he was saying like the funniest moment of the entire series was completely improvised by Chris Pratt. Oh, the, with the with the computer? Yeah. Yeah, so he broke an yeah, Apple computer so, on television? I don't know about that, but like so they've got this old computer and Leslie is sick. And um, she doesn't, like, she never gets sick, so she's convinced it's not the flu. And oh, so yes, the, they're talking the pooping about episode? I can't remember. <laughs> and he just offhandedly, he's like, hey, Leslie, I put your symptoms into this website, and it says you could have network connectivity issues. <laughs> 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 and it's the best. And he completely made that up on the spot, and the writers were so mad they didn't write it, because it was hilarious. It says, you could have network connectivity issues. Isn't that amazing? I'm like, oh, Chris Pratt, if we didn't love you enough already. I definitely thought it was the episode where he was, like, trying to, like, break it, like, steal something, and he... Chris Pratt like rolled over the desk. Oh yeah. And like knocked over the um the the Mac the Mac the big yeah. Mac, the okay. big expensive yeah. Mac computer and just yeah. like knocked it over. <laughs> and everyone's just like oh. okay and he just like kept going. <laughs> but like he just broke a computer and was like <laughs> He's like it's fine. It's f- oh, it's, it's the one at the at their like trying to get her birth certificate yeah. from the building, and he's yeah. like trying to he just like pushed trying it off. To, and... Yeah, no, that whole that, oh, it was a whole thing. That show it makes me so happy. So the episode with the network connectivity is that also the episode where uh, Blue Eyes Happy literally Blue Eyes Happy what the ca- the character his blue eyes and he's literally happy all oh, the time. Chris Trigger. Yes, him. Yeah, where he's just Fine. like, where he's, he's also sick and he never ever gets oh, sick because yes, he's yes, the healthiest yes, human yes. being. And he's just and in then, the bathroom and he goes, stop <laughs> pooping. Yeah. <laughs> just trying to like talk himself out of being uh, sick. Where he's like, be... maybe if I can the secret this situation. <laughs> the other episode I, think that I all love, the time. which could be the same one and I'm not sure, is when all of the guys go taste food for the wedding. And they all get food poisoning. <laughs> and there's like 10 minutes of like four of the guy characters just yes. like rolling on the floor trying not to throw up. Oh, and it's somehow the funniest thing you've ever seen. Oh, it's so good. Like they don't even talk. God, that whole show's so perfect. Uh, yeah, I think I'll be watching that for Galentine's Day. You should. Yay! Okay, so Park and Wrecking. Yeah. Guess what show's on Netflix? <gasps> what? I had to guess. Well, I already know, so I didn't want to spoil it. Uh, okay, okay, we'll work, try that again. <laughs> Leslie, G- guess what? what shows on Netflix? I don't know what. Queer Eye. Yes. It's back. We have a new Fab Five. I'm so excited. That's so great. They're younger. They're cuter. They're Netflixer. That's what I've heard. 
That's what I know. I started watching this show. I actually thought it was a joke. Oh, no. <laughs> I came up from work the other night. I didn't know because I'm not up to date on the hip stuff. <laughs> Except for my own hips and their tents. Um, <laughs> and you're up to date on that. So are we. Super up to date on that. I just got a massage. So I was like, my hip flexors are totally out of whack. Uh, um, anyways. Anyway. D- don't ask why. It's because I stand and I sit and I don't do anything else. <laughs> Um, the, <laughs> so queer eye. So queer eyes on Netflix. And I, I just came home from work and I was like, I'm just going to mindlessly watch something on Netflix while I, yeah, you know, yeah, do yeah. other things. I'm just cleaning my room or something. And it was just like queer eye. And I looked at the cast photo. And you're like, hmm. one of them looked like John Mayer. And I was <laughs> like, oh, it must be a joke oh, show. Like, like it must spoof. I thought it was a parody. And then oh, I was yeah. like, oh no. The real show is just here. Like, I can watch Queer Eye again. Uh, and I'm very excited. I didn't really get to watch much of Queer Eye way back when because yeah. it came out at that really sensitive time where I was becoming liberal and my parents were not. Right. At all. Yeah. And, like, gayness was a thing that we, like, didn't really want to talk about. And so I, like, couldn't openly watch it. I had to, like, watch it in the closet because it was just a great show. So I yeah. watched like some episodes and I really enjoyed it and uh that's all that I really got to experience was like minimal little like nibbles, but I really liked. Yeah. I like makeover shows, but yeah. I really loved that it was a makeover show that was not just about like let's make over your life. Right. Yeah. Because you need it. Yeah. Because it you need defi- to be more like more the people. Like, it was more let's like let's take your personality and like yeah. polish it. Yeah, it was like let's like on like it it wasn't a you need to be prettier or let's renovate your space it was a right. like let's look at several facets of your life like your grooming your style mm-hmm. your like your living space how are you living your life how are you feeling about yourself how do you interact with others your nutrition is taken into account yeah like they kind of come in and do like a quick like week long overhaul of mm-hmm. several things and also it was about like bringing people who would normally never cross paths in this way together. Mm -hmm. And so this season has been super awesome because already in the first three episodes, we've had, uh, like, this super, uh, oh, what was this one guy? Oh, yeah, he was, like, a cop, and he had, like, a Make America Great Again hat, and, like, they, like, prank pulled over like, the black guy who was driving the car around, like, the nominee was, like, his cop friend, and they pulled him over, and so the black guy was, like, a super turned off by this whole thing. (laughs) He's, like, I really didn't want to, like, go do this job. Yeah. Because he was, like, cool, another, like, douchebag white cop. Like, awesome, this is gonna be great. But, like, they ended up, like, crying together, like, talking about, like, race tensions, because they, like, drove off to, like, a city to do something, and then drove back, and they filmed the whole thing back, and, like, they were talking about like, race relations between, like, cops and, like, black people and just, like, what that looks like and, like, that relationship. Mm -hmm. And they were, like, crying. And I was like, oh, my God, so beautiful. But it was just, like, oh, my God, it's just been so cool. This whole season's been really, really great so far. So, yeah, so I love this show for many, many reasons. Not just because it's a makeover show, but really because... You're taking people from very different walks of life yeah. and then, like, putting them together. Oh, they had a guy from, uh, uh, they had, like, an, uh, an Indian gentleman on. And so he got to, like, really relate to, uh, like, 
one of the guys is Pakistani and they kept talking about like, oh my God, our moms are ridiculous, aren't they? And we can't oh, do anything right for them. Yeah. He's, and the one guy who from the Fab Five was like, my mom keeps asking when I'm going to like meet a nice lady and settle down. And she's like, he's like, mom. Like, no, this, no. no, you don't understand. <laughs> like, I'm gay. You don't understand. <laughs> it's just like, oh, okay. Like, she still asks me yeah. that, but, like, those sorts yeah. of things. So they got to, like, have, like, a cultural, like, relationship forming there. Mm-hmm. It was super cool and super weird. And, like, one guy went from, like, oh, my God, I cannot believe I'm near people. Like, he hated being touched to giving, like, full hugs at the end of the yeah. week. And inviting people into his home that he would normally, like, never have. Yeah. In his, like, for ten years, he hadn't had people in his house. Oh, wow. And, like, wouldn't hug people. And then he was, like, hugging and hosting. And I was like, what? That's crazy. Because of this cool connection yeah. that these guys have come in. And it's such a good, it's such a good It was show. interesting. I was watching people on Twitter talk about it. And somebody was wondering, they were like, I wonder what the demographics were of this show when it was originally on TV. I don't know. And... I like I had I like laughed to myself because I was like, well, my family watched it together. That's like, so cool. It was a fam like apparently like middle class white people in the yeah. Midwest just loved like, oh, it interesting. because my parent like we would sit down and watch it like yeah. as high schoolers with my parents, which is probably not a typical experience. But my like they thought it was fun. Yeah. It's and I was just like, so I like had forgot that that was like a thing that happened when I was younger. Yeah, I really like that it's cool, really simple fashion advice that they're not giving. They're not like, you need to blah, 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 blah. They're like, right. okay, cool. So you're like a t-shirt, jeans kind of person. Great, yeah. but you're also working to like work your way up in Do this you remember, company. Um, the other show that was like a sister show to that. That was How to Look Good Naked. Do you remember that? I remember the title, but I never watched one of it. The, one of the guys, and I forget what his name was. He was blonde, I think. But they would take a woman who, like, wanted a makeover, and they would show her all the ways that she was already beautiful, <gasps> and then make her more comfortable in her own skin. Oh, my God. And it was like, you cried every episode, <laughs> because it was so, because she was like, oh, well, I want to change this, and I want to change that, and I need to do blah, blah, blah. And they were like, well, we're going to, like, give you a new haircut, yeah. and pick out some new clothes for you, and then you're going to see how gorgeous you are like you're fine yeah you're actually totally and fine. it was so wonderful oh my god i love it i feel like tlc in like the early 2000s was amazing so good oh my lord uh yeah what not to wear yeah that too so good i love that it's show. so perfect yeah i love it so much so yeah queer eyes back super stoked I'm trying not to barrel through the whole season. Speaking of TLC things that are coming back trading spaces is coming back i'm I pretty excited loved I, ooh, confession of a teenage drama queen. Yeah. I own a DVD of, like, best of trading oh, spaces. somewhere I own a book about the show. No. And Whoa. was so into it, I bought feng shui for dummies and yes, tried to implement did. it in my parents' house. I have a... F- <laughs> Wait, that was the best part, I'm sorry. <laughs> I tried to implement it in my parents' house. Because the greatest thing. I was like, oh, well, like, we need to move the furniture for better flow and do all these things. And my parents were like, it's fine, just read that book. Yeah, no, but I need to move my parents' furniture for better... F- I need to move my parents for better flow. <laughs> I need to move for better flow. But I was, like, super into it. Oh, my God, it. I love I almost it. went into interior decorating oh, as a Oh, because career. of that? <gasps> Me too. And my parents were like, you know, maybe pick something you can actually get a job in and make money. And I was it's like, cool. Fair. You can do both. 
So I went to graphic design because it's close. Yeah, because it's <laughs> not that far off, actually. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We should just uh, trade spaces. Well, I guess I would need, a, like, a, a good space for you to trade. <laughs> you want to live in my parents' basement? Uh, trading spaces. <laughs> Trade I love that show. Trade Spaces Millennial Edition. You're just like <laughs> trade parents' basement. No. You're just like, oh, I live in this loft in my aunt's house. <laughs> like, or here's the two bedroom apartment for my four roommates. Yes. <laughs> oh, trading no. Spaces. Oh. <laughs> this is the best idea we've ever had. This is going to be a really good spoof. I need to pitch it to someone. Um, mm-hmm. Who? Uh, is college humor still a thing? <laughs> Dear college humor, <laughs> could we... BuzzFeed, are you listening to this? Hey, hey BuzzFeed. Someone call YouTube and get them down here. I know, I'm just gonna call BuzzFeed tomorrow and have a chat with the lady gang or whatever they're called. I don't know. They, a bunch of people have left BuzzFeed. Yeah. So I don't know anymore. I don't pay attention. Like Except the, for, like, they weirdly have good news coverage now. Yeah, sometimes. Interesting. Oddly anyway. Enough, anyways, anything else that you park and wreck? Because, mm. Queer eye. I think I watched a movie recently. Oh, I did watch a thing. Yeah? So I was flipping through TV the other night because I was bored, and this (gasps) movie started playing. Oh. And I had never heard of it, and I couldn't figure out what the name of it was because they didn't tell yet because they were doing that weird intro. And they started naming all the characters that were in it. So there was Melissa McCarthy. I was like, okay. There was Octavia Spencer. I was like, okay, this is going to be good. Allison mm-hmm. Janney's name showed up. Excellent. And then, and I was like, okay, this sounds like a legit interesting movie. Like, those three actresses? Like, I'll watch this. It was terrible. It was a t- <laughs> It was, oh, no. It was called Pretty Ugly People. Have you ever oh, heard of this? Oh, I've heard of it, but no. Oh, it was so bad. It just sounds bad. It was real bad. Oh, so the no. plot was basically this woman who was like the fat friend in high school who apparently was miserable all through the time they were like friends. Maybe in college, I think, because there was like frat house talk, who calls them all up. 10 or 15 years later, mm-hmm. crying. She calls one of the, Melissa McCarthy's friend, crying, mm-hmm. and is like, I don't have much time. I really need your help. Can you come out to this? Like, I want to get everyone together one last time and all go to this, um, like, cabin somewhere. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, my gosh, like, something's wrong. Like, she's had health problems her oh, whole no. life. Like, we if she says this is, she doesn't have much time left, obviously we have to like, go be with her. She's dying. Yeah. So they all fly out there, like, begrudgingly, because, you know, everyone's falling out of being friends by then. There's a whole right. group of, like, seven or eight of them, and they all have crazy, weird dynamics. They get out there, and what they find is that she has had gastric bypass surgery and is now gorgeous. <laughs> And lied to all of them to get them out there. And wants to go on this hike that she always dreamt of going on. Because Ew. her family always did it every year. Hikes are the worst. It was terrible. It, was, it ended up terrible. And because it was everyone's problems all came out because they're just camping in the woods with each other. Yep. But the creepiest thing. She has this vial she carries around her neck. She had... The, like whatever they took out of her body oh, her, like, during the weird bypass, fat. like and the stomach oh, pieces uh. had them cremated, 
and she would, like, spread the ashes of her former self on the trail. Oh. It was horrible. That's really awful, like, Leslie. I'm the, so sorry. Pl- I, like, was hoping it would get better because I was like, Allison Janney's in this. She was right. in it for, like, four minutes. Well, she was great, though. Like, Melissa right. McCarthy. Well, it was a great four minutes. Melissa McCarthy was in it and was funny, but, like... <sighs> The nope. whole plot and like the characters were it all not fell great, apart. and like Octavia Spencer was fun, but like Mm-mm. it was not a good. It movie. was a bummer, and I was really sad because there were some really great people in it, yeah. and it was bad. That's probably a low light of their career. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry to hear that. Uh, I also watched <laughs> The Bachelor on Monday. Yeah. On a better note, they sent the crazy one home. The like the super, you know how. You know how they always yeah. cast one girl that yeah. you're like... You're like, she's just going to stir up trouble. Yeah, she's not That's there to the make friends. That's the only reason she's there. Yeah, she's there to... <coughs> <laughs> However, this season, they they got a girl who... <laughs> she Most of her conversation was, Yeah? Wow. Aww. Yeah. We have such a strong connection. I'm not worried about it. We have such a strong connection. Yeah, and I was like, ugh, <laughs> like that really, like it's it's the it's the woman it's the voice that women make that we never mean to when we're like, I really just want this person to have sex with me, <laughs> and I don't really want to think about anything else, and I don't want him to think about anything else, <laughs> and we find ourselves making this really awful voice where we're like, oh wow, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's so funny. Like that. Yeah. But that was her always voice. Oh, no. So it was like, do you want everyone to sleep with you? (laughs) I'm confused. (laughs) Like, I don't understand. Yeah. So they finally sent her home. I don't know why exactly. It was amazing because the week before I skipped watching the last cocktail party, I was like, I'm tired. Cocktail parties are always boring. And it's a lot of like, can I steal you? Can I steal you? Can I have a minute? I want to talk for a minute. And it's super, like, super boring. Yeah. So I just skipped it and was like, I don't care. I'll find out next week who's still around. Like, no one, like, I feel fine. The girl that I wanted to stick around got a rose early in the episode. She's always getting roses early in the episode because she a bomb. And I was like, it's all good. So then this week, they were all, like, he sat her down and was like, so, um you said some really horrible things about the other women last week. And I was like, what? So now I was like, I guess I gotta go back and figure that out. I don't know. But she went home. It was amazing. She went home and then had to like, they had a two-on-one date. I'm not gonna go into all the details because it's really long, but they had a two-on-one date, which is the worst thing that they could ever do to humans. Where they have like him and he's on a date with two women at the same time. Oh. Because I mean TV be, okay, ratings, so, right? But like I, yeah. A TV ratings. Two, the two on one dates are designed to like, happen between like two people that he's cons- like considering might not work out. Yeah. So that like one of them definitely goes home. Right. And two of them might go home. Right. It's like the two. It's always between yeah. like uh, yeah. the I'm not sure couple of girls like go on a two on one. And then it's also girls that would be like really great, like pinned against each other, oh, like of that course. kind of thing. Yeah, so of this, course. so this girl who at first I was like, I don't know, she might be kind of boring. She ends up like having alone time with like, I don't know, what's her face, Crystal or whatever, and she's just like, listen, I've dated people like you before, and I totally get that you've been through a lot, and you really need to control things in your life, and I really get it, but like maybe let loose and let people in. And I was like, oh girl, get it. <laughs> 
was like, you tell her. And she was just like, I honestly feel like everything you're saying is wrong, but I'm glad that we had it. It's time to connect. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. So then he ended up sending her home because she was like, I just feel like we can move past this as a couple and this will show how strong we are. And also, I don't think that other girl's ready for marriage. And like just started to like try and talk down about her. And that woman was just like, for real? You think that cutting me down makes you look better? Cool. So then, like, he's just like, well, I'm going to leave you behind crazy. And, like, takes the other woman. And they go and they, like, make out on the Eiffel Tower with fireworks. And, like, <laughs> and they, like, and, like, the girl that gets left behind had to, like, stand around and watch. Oh, no. <laughs> it was so messed up. Oh, my God. It was what so What are we doing up. to people? It was what the worst. What are we doing? It was the worst, the it worst, sounds, the worst. It's so awful. This show's so bad, and I love watching it, because my stepsister and I watch it together now, and we're just like, oh, tell them. <laughs> like, we're just, like, oh my dying. Because we're like, this is the best television that's on right now, <laughs> other than Queer Eye. Oh, so the season's great. It's ridiculous. So yeah, so that's my recap of The Bachelor. Okay. It's so good. We should probably <sighs> talk about our, this movie eventually. No one cares. Yeah, they do. <laughs> that's, hopefully oh, that's why they listen to us. You can take anything you want that we said and pull it, and you could, you could edit it down so that the only thing that we talk about in this episode is this. <laughs> And we could put, like, we now have, like, three episodes we could just put in our pocket for when we have sick days. That's true. So you're welcome. <laughs> For our future bug podcast. <laughs> this is viewing <laughs> Bug cast. Uh, I'm going to be so mad if it's a thing that, like, people actually talk about bugs. Oh, I'm sure there is. I'm sure there's, like, a something. Oh my God. You probably have more viewers than we do, or <laughs> listener, whoever. Whatever we have. So, it's Oscar Losers Month. Yeah, we... Okay, so it's February... Normally the month that we have the Oscars, but, you know, March will, uh, March will do, I suppose. And we are, uh, counting down the top ten, uh, songs of the week. <laughs> I'm Ryan Seacrest. Uh, we're, we're watching our favorite Oscar losers this month. Yes. Uh, to this this week we watched Wesley's. You should talk instead of me. Yeah. So my pick for this month was I went like I considered doing an eighties movie, but I went like super old school black and white movie instead. Yay! So listen here, see. Yep. Basically. We went all the way back in time to when it was black and white movies only. See. <laughs> well, probably. they mentioned something about the color of a dress, and I couldn't see it. See. Yeah, they called her red so that you would know she was a redhead the entire movie because you can't oh, tell because it's black and white. She to be redhead. She was so fiery. Yeah. See? Well, she's redhead in real life. But anyway, so we Red. watched The Philadelphia Story, which came out in 1940. Oh my gosh. And stars um, Catherine Hepburn and Cary Grant and Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> oh lord. Yeah. That cast though. It's fantastic. So... It's yeah. great. It's super great. Yeah. The things they do among the playful rich. Oh boy. Yep. That's on the poster. <laughs> the tagline. That's amazing. Oh god. Uh yeah. So some fun facts. This movie lost to Rebecca. Ooh. Um, which is a Alfred Hitchcock movie. Good. Good for Alfred. Yeah. It's the it was his first American movie movie filmed in America, maybe Ooh. or released. And his only Oscar winner for Best Picture. Wow. 
Yeah. Isn't that cool? Bummer year to put out another movie, I yeah. guess. And then, but Jimmy Stewart got best actor for this movie because he played like a, like, charming drunk for half of it. Oh, I mean, I, I mean, I guess. Yeah. And then it won the best Oscars. A best, best actor stuff was given out for some weird stuff yeah. way back when. So I was reading, <laughs> I was also reading on the Wikipedia about this and this Oscars, the one that happened in 1941. Mm-hmm was the first time they put winners' names in envelopes because oh. the year before, the winners got leaked to the newspaper. Oh. And so it wasn't a big thing to, like... Because apparently people knew who won before the award ceremony. Like, they would tell the winners. Oh. Before that. Well, that's kind of a... But then in 1941, they were, like... They put on envelopes. And we that's, needed to be a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> and keep it secret. And that's why people say now, like... Like, may I have the envelope, please? Is oh. from this Oscars. Oh, isn't that fun? Who knew? I know. Fun fact. That's kind of crazy. So, yeah. why was it called the Philadelphia story? Because she lives in Philadelphia, and they were getting a story on her. Oh, okay. Well, that's good to know, I suppose. Also, it's based on a play, which was probably <gasps> called that. Wait, by whom? I don't know. Broadway's howling year-run comedy hit of the snooty society beauty who slipped and fell in love. Oh, yep. <laughs> oh my I god. You wrote that kind of stuff. I now that I know that it's a stage play, I feel like I could actually be in this show. Oh yeah. I could see you as her. Uh, I'm so excited. As Tracy. I found my new role. <laughs> I found my star <laughs> in the community theater production. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz that's all I can do. See her red hair? Oh, it's so pretty. I love Catherine Hepburn. She is so, like, feisty and, like, I would have ahead never, of her time. I would have never thought of a, a showdown between Cary Grant and James Stewart. I know, but you it know? works, right? Yeah, it's weird. Howl with your happiest Hollywood stars. Howl. I mean, they... That's laughing, right? Yeah. Way back when? Yeah. You can't go wrong with those three as your cast, though. No, it's like, perfect. It's absolutely perfect. Yeah. So, I guess I'll try and recap the plot. I'm going to be real basic if about not, it. If not, I can do it. It doesn't matter. So hilarious, it took three great fun stars to tell it. It's true. Suitable only for adults, it says. Because <laughs> <laughs> what was We didn't have the movie? MRIA or the MPAA or the motion there picture. There was a lot of, like, insinuation, but there was oh, nothing look. bad that no, was not, not child-friendly. Oh, my gosh. Uh, it's so good. Oh. <laughs> there was a Japanese version. Um, okay, so super, super basic. Catherine Hepburn, Tracy, mm-hmm. is also her name. Also, her name is Red. She's getting married to Cary Grant. Nope. No? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, no. She is divorced from Cary Grant. Yes. She's getting married to Mustache. <laughs> George. George. I don't know who played him, but... Not as interesting. Guy named George, not one of the two guys. I'm going to give everybody nicknames. Red is getting married to Mustache. Okay. Okay. Wait, yes. She's getting married to Mustache, divorced from... You're fine. Divorced from Cary Grant. I'm sorry, microphone. Divorced <laughs> from Cary Grant because he punched her. Because he was a drunk and she kicked him out of the house. Oh, yeah. She kicked him out of the house and then he pushed her face. He did. And I was like, I don't want to watch this movie. Why are you making me watch a movie about (laughs) domestic violence in the black and white era? Yeah. It was super weird. Anyways, so they're divorced. She's getting married. She's some, like, cool society chick. Yeah, their family has a lot of money, basically. Yes. They're like Kardashians. 
right? Oh, yeah. Something like of. that. Whatever. Whatever they are. That's what they are. They were they were a big rich to-do. celebrities. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's some sort of rich uh, upper they're the upper crust. Mm-hmm. They were crust deep in the <laughs> upper crust. I still am not sure that's a phrase. <laughs> yes, crust deep is a thing. Have I not explained you this to you? Yeah, but I still It's crust deep. Don't okay. get okay, go on. So she's going she gonna get mar- murdered. She gonna get murdered. Also murdered someday. <laughs> right? No. <laughs> No, somebody else. Don't worry about it. So she's going to get married someday. No, wait, sorry. She's getting married this weekend. And uh, her father has allegedly had some sort of affair with some, like, dancer out in, I don't know. Out in New York. Oh. (laughs) Cabana. (laughs) Some kind of. Dirty Dancing, Havana Nights. (laughs) No. Uh, That's his storyline. Go watch that. (laughs) So, so So the newspapers, basically what goes down is, uh... Her ex-husband makes a, some sort of a deal that he's mm-hmm. like, listen, if these people from, like, Spy Magazine can write an article about your wedding, then they won't publish an article about your Dead. father's yeah. alleged affair because he's, you know, a big name and people will be really curious about this. Mm-hmm. And she was like... Fine. So then she starts acting a fool to, uh, and like making up this whole, you know, sort of narrative of like who her family is and who she is and what she's like so that at least they have something way more interesting to write about. Yeah. She's like, I mean, if people are going to write about me, then I'll give them something to write about. Right. Essentially. These writers are Jimmy Stewart. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, what's another woman? Woman named Liz in the show. Yeah. Uh, Liz, her name is Liz and she's really quite lovely. Yeah. So they're like, what in the world is going on? So weird hijinks ensue. <sighs> nothing to, it's a little much ado about nothing, really. Basically, is. This yeah. is sort of a much ado yeah. do about nothing, but much easier to understand. Because it, they're not talking in Shakespeare, but only a little bit. <laughs> and when they want to. <laughs> and so... Um, essentially, like, the fiancé, uh, was, mustache fiancé wasn't super in on it at first, and, like, dad wasn't in on the joke at first, and then they all kind of figure it out, blah, 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 blah. She gets super close to Jimmy Stewart, like, they start to, like, hang out, and, like... Yeah, she gets, like, super drunk. Yeah, so she, so she's hanging out with Jimmy Stewart, they're getting to know each other, ex- her ex-husband, Cary Grant, keeps showing up, and he's also, like, you know... Quasi putting on a show, you know, being like a douchey ex husband, but also like throwing truth balls at her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't. Ugh. So they have like a really cool Spitfire like dialogue back and forth. Mm-hmm. And he's just like laying it down for her. He's like, Listen, like you're perfect and you don't have a heart. And that is like the biggest flaw, man. And she like keeps hearing it from lots. Like her own father mm-hmm. is like, you know the reason that, like, cheating happens is basically because, like, like there aren't women around to, like, give affection to men, and they're going to go find their youth somewhere else. Yeah. And I was like, It was a real, like, <laughs> whoa. Yeah, but it, he, he was basically... He sort of blamed his daughter for his for infidelity, his, and, and I was like, Yeah, oh. it was super messy. Yeah. But there's a lot of just people who are like, you're a goddess, you're so wonderful, and she's like, she straight up says, what did she say? I don't want to be... I don't want to be worshipped. I want to be loved. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was so, like, yeah. it was so good. Because men just, like, are falling at their feet to her. Yeah. I mean, she's, she is 
way ahead of her time. Mm -hmm. She's extremely independent. She's sassy. She's saucy. She knows exactly who she is and exactly what she wants. And she doesn't take anything from anybody. She dishes everything right back out. Like she, like she's just a completely independent woman for better or for worse. She's Mm -hmm. wholly independent. And the men are like all over the place. Just like they're worshiping her. And she's like, I don't want that Right. though. I just want to be loved. Like, I want to be a person to people. I don't want to be a goddess. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm aware that's who I am, and that's just sort of who I be, and this is what I do, but... Yeah, she's just become celebrity and not person. Yes, she's like, I want to be a person to the person that I'm... to the people that I'm with. So, uh, night before the wedding, there's, like, a party and a dinner and stuff. She gets super drunk, and, uh... And uh, Jimmy Stewart is all like, no, you're a person to me. Like, you're amazing. You're all of these things. But you, but like underneath all of it is just like flesh and bone. And oh my God, like that's the craziest part about it is that you are all of these things people say you are. And you're just a human. Yeah. (laughs) So he's like saying all the right things. She's like, oh my God. And so they like run away, uh, you know, off screen because it's black and white. And that's what we get. No, yeah, no Jimmy Stewart, like, humping scenes. But he <laughs> has, just... he's, like, pie. He's, like, real, he, he's, ha- so he's handsy, but on a woman's arms. If you watch Jimmy Stewart in yeah. movies, him specifically, he is, like, pawn at some elbows. <laughs> like, I've he's just, like, like, he's just, it, but... I, every time I watch him in a scene where he loves someone, he's always, like, grabbing their shoulders and then grabbing their elbows and then grabbing their wrists <laughs> and then grabbing their shoulders. And he's, like, oh, Mary, I don't know what to do with myself. And she's, like, maybe... Stop making me shimmy. And, and he's like, oh, your elbows, your elbows, darling. And it's just like, he's like, I don't know what to do, see? And you're like, oh my God, stop touching her elbow. Like, he's a big elbow toucher. Oh, like, it's super, like, he, I think he has like an arm thing. I don't know. Or maybe that's just the only part of a woman you could touch back then. Just like, Probably. the arms are the only safe place. Probably. Where I have a little bit of control. Yeah. So, the next morning, which is like the wedding day, uh, they like uh, Cary Grant. Well, there's a like what? There's a scene where all of the men are together. Oh yeah. So um, after, so Cary Grant's trying to like get fiance out of the picture for the night because he knows that um, mm. that Tracy and. Jimmy Stewart have, like, gone off to the pool together. Yes. And he's like, this could be bad. I don't want it to get any worse. Let's get George fiancé mustache out of here. Yes. And he doesn't leave. And just then, like, Jimmy Stewart comes back carrying um, a very inebriated Catherine Hepburn. And is like, I should put her down somewhere like this. Yeah. Yeah. So the three of them have, like, a really tense scene where they're like, why do you care about this? And like, what are you doing here? And <laughs> what's happening? Someone gets punched in the face and yeah. it's a whole thing. And so that's what happens at like 6 a.m. before the wedding. Mm-hmm. And then... Whenever, when all the other men are up and suited up in ties and things. Yeah. And then suited up in like ties. the next day... They all wake up and it's the wedding day and <laughs> whoops, things are tense. So it's the next day and it's the wedding day and all those sorts of things. And uh, Jimmy Stewart waddles in like, she's in like a bathrobe wearing we don't know what. That was her wedding dress. In a bathrobe? 
She was in a bathrobe. That, like, white dress with, like, the weird stomacher thing, that was her wedding dress. Not the one she was wearing the night before. No. Yeah, no, but she was in a bathrobe. Okay, yeah. No, like, he carries her in. Right, and right, she's right, in her yes. bathroom. I thought she were already in yeah. the next morning. Yeah, so, yeah, so that next morning, she's, like, gets carried in by Jimmy Stewart in her bathrobe, and he's in a robe, and they're, like, they're she's like, she's eh. still super drunk. And the men are, like, what in the world? And he's, like, um, okay. And he, like, you know, drops her off at her room. She wakes up later, sobers up a little bit, and was, like, what in the world happened? And the little sister who saw everything go down is like, well, this is what I saw. Yeah, the little sister is such an interesting <laughs> she's character. She's so weird and cool. Uh, she's like, she's like, well, uh, here's what I saw happen. I saw that, like, it you... Was, I had the craziest dream. <laughs> like, wow, so weird. Uh, <laughs> and explains everything to her, and she's like, oh, poop. Anyways, essentially, it finally comes out that, like, nothing went down, but... The fiance's response to all of this mm-hmm. really like set something off in her where she's just like, No, like I can't marry yeah. this man who would assume my guilt. Yeah. She was like, they I have this scene where she's like, I, he was like, she says, like, I would have thought you would have thought better of me. Yeah. He, yeah. He's just and like, He doesn't understand. Yeah. He, she, he's just like, Well, you didn't seem to think very highly of yourself. And she's like, Yeah, but I would have thought you would have thought better of me. Yeah. She's like, I wouldn't expect you to think, to like assume, to, to assume the best of me. Mm-hmm. And, but instead, you've assumed the worst. And mm-hmm. I don't want to be with that man who yeah. would assume that I would, of course, make a terrible decision. Right. But like, and it was this whole conversation about like, like, why would you assume my guilt instead of my innocence first? Right. Like, yeah. that's not... No. <laughs> like, no, yeah. I just don't want to be with that kind of man. And, and so... He, then he wrote her this note. <laughs> and part Real of it quick. was like... There was... I don't know the exact line, but it was something like, you don't fit my ideal of what womanhood should be. Oh, yes. And I was just like, ooh. I was like, mm, cool. Don't. Great. That's not going to go well. Yeah, nope. <laughs> and she's just like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, nope. this rap song started playing. They'd never heard it before. Um, <laughs> it was amazing. Like, thug glasses came down. She was like, no. Nah. She's like, goodbye, George. Bye, Felicia. And, like, he leaves. So then, like, wedding, so then, like, the Here Comes the Bride starts playing, and she's like, oh, shoot, I'm supposed to be walking down the aisle right now. What am I going to do? And Jimmy Stewart's like, oh, Maria, you and your elbows. And she's like, no, I don't think that that's a great idea. And he's like, but why? I don't understand. What's going on? And then, because he's, you know, Jimmy Stewart. Right. And she's like, I don't think Liz would like that very much. And Liz is like, oh, my God. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. And she's like, there's and been she's this like, whole and thing I... where like everyone kind of thinks they should be married. Yeah. And like, but Liz was like, I don't think it's the right time. She was basically like, he yeah. has some learning to do and I'm going to stay out of his way for it. Right. And I was like, smart lady. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of just being like, allow me to insert myself yeah. in your life. She's but it like, was really cool to be like, uh, no, not doing that to my lady friend. Like, like no, because she's clearly in love with you. She was like, and I don't think you'd like that much. And I'm not really sure I'd like that very much either. <laughs> yeah. So, but you guys great. clearly are into each other. And so she's like, well, what do we do? And uh, her ex-husband, Carrie Grant's like, well, I'll marry you again. And she's like, of course. I love you. <laughs> yeah. And so then they run off and get married. Yeah. The end. 
It was really funny. Yeah. This movie was really, really fun and really, really funny. It was really fun. It was a great time. I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Because at first I was like, what weird black and white movies (laughs) Wesley making me watch now? Because sometimes black and white movies are like... Sometimes they're awful. You're like, this is the worst movie I've ever seen. These three actors, though. And we know I've seen some bad ones, aka Skateboard Kid. (laughs) 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 But, like, this was really, really good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It's a great movie. I would love to see, like, I would actually really like to see a remake of this movie. Yeah, I think it would be good. I think Channing Tatum can handle it. (laughs) I think he could. I think he could totally be the, like, journalist. He could totally be Jimmy Stewart's character. Yeah, he probably could. Just, like, that guy that you're like, oh, obviously she's going to end up with him. Nope. Nope. (laughs) Um, That would be great. Who would be, who's the modern Cary Grant equivalent? Um... Oh, just like a... Like a suave. <laughs> uh, probably like Ryan Gosling or Ryan mm, Reynolds. Not Ryan Reynolds. Really? No, he's not suave enough for that. He I was picturing be. someone more like Tom Hiddleston. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, he's not, kind of like, he's that not like classy. He's not like mean. You know, Cary Grant's not mean. He's kind of mean. He's mean in this movie. He could pull that off, though. Yeah. I'm feeling like maybe, um, um, nope, don't remember. I don't know. I'm feeling like, what if, like, depending on the age range we're working with, like, Idris Elba could probably, like, rock that. Yeah, that's true. Oh, where he could be, like, really sassy and really mean, but also, like. Yeah, let's put him in that role. Like, that's, I think that could work really, really well. Yeah. Um, so we have Channing versus. (laughs) Hey, I would watch that movie. (laughs) Oh, boy. What's that, oh, what's that movie with him and, like, Kate Winslet up on a mountain and stuff? Oh, yeah. And, like, they're, like, strangers and they have to survive together. And I was like. Like, the plane crashes? Yeah. And I was just like, man, if I was stuck with either of them, I'd be like, I got a good shot. (laughs) It's surviving this, because I'm with either of these people. (laughs) Who would be the Catherine Hepburn? Me. (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) I mean, it's like, yeah, who is this kind Mm. of... I mean, it could be between, like, Emma Stone and Jennifer Lawrence. I feel like they might be too young. Army? Who's, like, a catch, but, like, also, like, hmm... You're problematic. Yeah. <laughs> like, sweetly problematic. I don't know. I don't know. Christian Grey is <laughs> problematic. <laughs> yeah, he's problematic at best, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Well, great casting choices, everybody. I Let's get a director involved and uh, we'll just ha- have fun. It'll be great. Joss Whedon, you want a job? <laughs> no. <laughs> I want Amy Sherman Palladino. Yeah. Because I feel like she was probably inspired by these kind of movies. What about Amy Schumer as Katherine Hepburn? That could maybe work. Like that. She has that she vibe She has that to her. like sauciness, yeah. I don't, I would, I'd be interested to see if she could play the like the the regality you know like the goddess yeah. nature of this person yeah. but she has that like that vibe she's got that going for her yeah yeah that's what i got okay that's where i'm at yeah i yeah. really enjoyed this movie this movie's so interesting you wrote down some really good quotes 
The only other one was about the whiskey and the champagne. Oh, Jimmy, what was it? Whiskey is a slap on the back. Champagne is a mist before my eyes. Isn't that great? Yeah, it's like the truest way to talk about the difference between yeah. those two. Where he's like, he's like, the champagne is a little weird for me. Yeah, there were some really great lines though that they we could they. Just, like, kept sprinkling things in, though. And then there was the really, the scene where we, like, both looked at each other when he said the thing, where um, um, he was explaining, Jimmy Stewart was explaining, oh, like, yes. like, he was like, there were two kisses, and we went for a swim, and then I took her upstairs, and she was like, what, was I not, like, pretty enough, or whatever, whatever? She was like, was I not, she was like, was I not beautiful enough? Like, why on yeah. earth would you not have, like, yeah, done had sex something. with me? And he was like, uh, you were a little, like had a few too many drinks and there are rules about that and you and i were like what like he knows there are rules good job why does no one else know there are like in the 40s there were very clear distinctions of like no no you don't when a woman is drunk regardless of like blacked out no matter like how affectionate she was being towards you like she cannot consent she is not capable of, like, fully consenting because she is not, like, her senses are not all there. Right. She's not fully in her Which body con- and present. Like, considering the kind of things that go down in a lot of movies from this era, mm-hmm. like, that was, we were both just like, oh. What? There are rules job. about that? Like, Thanks, Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. Only touching elbows. <laughs> Bumping elbows. The Jimmy Stewart story. <laughs> Rubbing elbows? Is that what it's called? Rubbing elbows. Yep. It's a good elbow grip. Oh. You like that? <laughs> no. You like that? <laughs> Just pawns and elbows. That's what he does. Your little. <laughs> Stop. I'm sorry. <laughs> <coughs> oh, I'm sorry, everyone. She could see what I was doing to Leslie's elbows. <laughs> Super gross and totally appropriate. <laughs> Wesley, you brought me into this blanket hey, fort. They the said least this you could let me do. For adults only. <laughs> yes. Oh, Lord. For adults only. Um, so, yeah. It's perfect. How many Channing Tatums do you give it? Ten. Wow. I don't know. It's so good. And I'm going like to give it a classic solid Classic old Hollywood. I'm gonna give it a good I'm eight I'm jealous of Tatums. her bathing suit and cover-up. Oh, I'm jealous of all of her clothing. And she didn't even wear, she wears a lot of, like, masculine, like, mm-hmm. s- like wide leg pants and jackets in some of her other movies. Mm-hmm. And, like, super wide shoulder stuff. She always looks amazing. Oh, she's so perfect. Those Hepburns, though. I know. They're the real deal. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna give this eight Channing Tatums, um, partially because I can see Channing Tatum in this role, partially because... Oh, look! <laughs> it's, got, it's got eight stars on IMDb. Eight Tatums. Yep. Atoms. What? <laughs> that sounds kind of gross. Oh my god, what if you had like chewy vitamins that were just Channing Tatum characters? Oh. That's weird. <laughs> They're like Flintstones. Yeah, vitamins, but like with the Channing Tatum characters. There's no reason for us to ever have this, but because I said words, I had thoughts. <laughs> to Betsy. Uh, We talked very little about this movie. (laughs) Uh, 
it's just good. I kind of, it was one of the few movies that I didn't want to totally, totally, totally spoil with how great it's that great. And I'm like, it's I kind of really want people to good. just go watch it. Like, like you don't and think fun. It, you're just like, all right. When you try to explain it, you're like, well, it's a love triangle kind of. <laughs> rom com Yeah. But it's like super sassy. Yeah. And but it's. Quippy. Yeah. And that's just. It's so. Yeah. Those three actors, like, they each have a very, like, specific, like, role that they fill mm-hmm. in their, like, in their careers. And yeah. I feel like they did that in this movie very well. I almost feel like this is the kind of movie that inspired Gilmore Girls. Yeah. And and it's that, mm-hmm. like, if I could compare it to anything that I have right now, I'm like, it's that Gilmore Girls level of, like, mm-hmm. quips back and forth. Yeah. And, like, quick wit. Mm-hmm. And everyone's intelligence is on the same level. Yeah. And they can all, like, really just, like, go back and forth really easily. Right. And, and flow in and out mm-hmm. of conversations in that way that like yeah. no one is no one is slow and behind like everyone's like on the yeah. same page. The only person who was kind of like out of the loop was the mom. Right. But, but she was always just like relaying information. She didn't know what it meant. <laughs> I don't know what it, somebody told me to tell you this. I'm yeah. not sure what it means. Blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But like, like even the the younger sister character yeah, she was, knew what like, was up. on top of stuff. Yeah. Like yeah, she was great. At one point, she was being distracting and came into the room wearing ballerina shoes and, like, her sister's jewelry and, like, only speaking in French. Oh. And then sat at the piano and played Lydia the Tattooed Lady and sang very loudly. It was so (laughs) weird. It was ridiculous. What in the world is this You're just like, what is happening right now? Oh, man. John Howard played George. That was who that person's name was. What else is he in? I don't know. Probably some other boring stuff. Uh, he was in a Bulldog. Nope. Lost Horizon. Nope. No. Oh, he was in Wonder Woman. He was Doctor D. D. Diderich. Nope. He wasn't really in anything too notable. Mod Squad. The Brady Bunch. Oh, looks like he just did like TVs. Like guest star spots. Sorry, this didn't make your career, sir. But it probably did. He was on the Lucy show for like a minute. He just had like bit parts It looks like everywhere. he's on every show that was on in the 70s. Uh, pretty much. Something about the invisible something. Invisible man. <sighs> Craziness. Ugh, that, so, yeah. ugh, that movie was just so good. It was just excellent. I got no qualms, man. I know. I got it's like, I got nothing that I would like sit and pick apart. There might have been some scenes that weren't necessary or that might have gone on a little long. I mean, but, probably but like, the, like, but pushing like her down was the thing that, like, threw you off at the beginning. I was like, what movie am I watching? Yeah. Well, there were some conversations with Cary Grant that I was like, man, you guys are just, like, really going at each other's throat in a way that I'm like, this is, like, getting, this is going very far. Yeah. To the point where I was like, why is he even here still? Yeah. Like, that threw me a little bit where I was like, he clearly, like, she ends up he ends up doing or being some sort of something right. or other or else why would we be focusing on him so much? Right. Uh, so that was like a little like off for me where I was like, what? Oh my God, you just keep like, you just keep stabbing. Right. <laughs> I was right. like, wow, holy cow. But then I think about the most meaningful relationships that I've ever had. And they've actually been the one where like the ones that where you hurt each other the most, mm-hmm. the were like the deepest, like, yeah most passionate relationships where I was like, man, we just, like, 
did not stop. Yeah. Like, like we didn't stop, like, hurting each other, and at the same time, like, we we were always, like, really just trying to, like, honor each other at the same time, mm-hmm. and just doing a really poor job of it. Yeah. So I was like, so that makes sense, but there, sometimes I watch those scenes, and I'm like, this really hurts to watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's really painful. And that doesn't mean it was bad, or I would even take it away. It's just like, yeah. whew, like, that just kept... Yeah. Whew, you just kept slicing and dicing. It's great. Yeah. I really liked it. I really liked it. I'm Thank glad. you, Wesley. I'm glad it was Thank nominated you. for an Oscar. Uh, yeah, glad this one lost an Oscar. Yeah. Because nobody... I mean, really it won some other Oscars, so it was not like it was... Oh, good. Too shabby. <laughs> it won... Was it too shabby? <laughs> best screenplay. Wait. Hold on. It's in theaters February 18th? What? Nearby? Oh my gosh. It's going to be playing at Regal Cinemas. You guys, you should go see it. Oh my gosh. Wait. No way. That's super weird. On the 18th. Super weird, y'all. That's crazy. How crazy. I'll have IMDb. It's like, get tickets. And I'm like, what? That's how I do it. Um... That that one Channing Tatum movie was like oh. playing on Sci-Fi on Saturday, and I was like, "Well, we didn't plan that, so cool. Enjoy, <laughs> enjoy that, everybody. <laughs> oh my gosh! But yeah, you should go see the Philadelphia Story because it's wonderful. Yeah, just like get it on Amazon, man. Just, it's great. Yeah, it's good go stuff. Watch anything with Catherine Hepburn; she's amazing. Just watch Catherine Hepburn for the rest of your life. Yes, she's the best. Don't put spiders on your head. Do watch <laughs> Catherine Hepburn. Advice for the ages. It's true. Those are, those are very good advice. <laughs> you ready to wrap it up? Yep, let's wrap it up. Awesome sauce. If you found any of this remotely tantalizing, I'm sorry. Please check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Viewing Party Pod. You can also check out our website. We're going to have show notes, probably pictures of Catherine Hepburn looking perfect. Yep. Now I just gave you something to do, Wesley. Yes. Because you didn't have so much to do. Uh, you can check us out at viewingpartypod.com. You can also check out my other podcast, Columbus Cares, where Travis Kendall and I uh, tell the stories of Columbus nonprofits. You can find us on uh, where you get your podcasts. <laughs> Wherever those podcasts Internet. come from. You can find them on the podcast thing. <laughs> your podcast app. Check it out. Uh, you can also check out the Columbus Podcast Festival on Facebook. We are updating the website shortly, and we'll be choosing, uh, who's going to be playing at the Columbus Podcast Festival this year. It's Mother's Day weekend at the Short North Stage, presented by Kaufman Development. Cool. Oh, wait. I have to say that very officially. Hold on. There's something really new. Hold on. I have to say the full name of the podcast festival. The Columbus Podcast Festival, presented by Kaufman Development, is the official name of the podcast festival this year. Nice. Super stoked. It's going to be a good time. Get tickets here soon. We'll let you know when those go on sale. It's going to be sweet. We're going to have some of your favorite people coming into town. If you listen to podcasts. If you don't, they'll become your favorite people. Like, are you you weirdo? (laughs) If this is the first podcast you've ever listened to, I'm really Sorry. Sometimes they're better than this. Sometimes they're worse. It's, you know, it's a toss-up. Yeah. Uh, join us next week when we watch something else and we talk about something different. Until... Oh, yeah, it'll be interesting next week, guys. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> until then, this has been Viewing Party. I did it. Good job. And I didn't burp, and I didn't fart during the ending. I'm so proud. Uh, stop <laughs> pooping. <laughs>